Welcome in to our uh, second podcast of the year. This is Sunday's Finest Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, I'm your co-host, Mason Paz. I am Jake Nagy, also co-host. And today we have a very special guest coming on the pod to do the whole pod with us, not just a little part of it. He's one of our uh, more storied members with a strong history in the league and always manages to put together a good draft no matter how looks how bad it looks on face value. Uh, you want to introduce yourself? Uh, hey, it's Connor. Uh, that was like the most backhanded compliment <laughs> that I think that you could have given me. Like, it looks ugly, but it works out was basically the gist. I think yeah. what I'm thinking of is the year that you started Jalen Rashad for like three or four straight weeks as your RB2 and still made the playoffs. Zero RB, man. So way to go. Connor doesn't miss the playoffs, man. It's consistent. Yeah. yeah. Also, a, a pod father, if you will, the founder of Sunday's Finest Pod, the first first season. It's uh, good to be back. Yeah, It's man. good to be back. Glad to have you a la Andrew Luck, uh, retired for a year, decided I missed it, and uh, and came back. So Yeah, very true. Um, yeah, and he also told us that the only way that he'd let us do the pod is if we brought him back on. So here's his uh, here's his bone that we're throwing him. Yeah. <laughs> Token visit. <laughs> yeah, so uh, this is uh, first a little housekeeping. Just want to do uh, a little a little bit about our plan for the pod. Um, so this is going to be our uh, our just off the cuff steaming hot takes. Just kind of a little bit uh, headache um, hazy right after the draft reactions. Um, and then from here, Jake and I have talked and I think that our plan is to do pod right before the season. Um, right before week one with our predictions, um, from top to bottom for every team. And then from there go every other week, um, just centered around, you know, like do like a podcast about trade deadline, whatever else is on. Um, which will now be after week 10 yes exactly yeah shout, shout out, out to alex, alex there yeah very good um other housekeeping thing is we got the pod on spotify and also on apple Podcasts, so you guys can listen in new places um stoked to do this for the rest of the year with you guys um so i don't think there's uh, any point in messing around jake you have anything else to add i think we're ready to get into some hot takes boys all right, uh, so we'll dive right in. Um, I think uh, we all got to get it off our chest. So uh, uh, talk about your own team, Connor. Go ahead. What's your What's your first reactions? Um, I think what most people do is they look at the first two rounds, and uh, that, that's what I did, and it went about as poor as it possibly could. <laughs> like Thielen and um, Josh Jacobs are like exactly who I wanted. And then when they got picked, I was like, I don't want to pick any of these people in this round. Um, so not super happy with that, but really happy with the running back depth. I always try and load up on running backs as best I can, high upside guys. Um, don't think it's a champion now, but I think it's got good bones. And um, you know, hopefully Chris Carson keeps the job, maybe catches yeah. a couple balls. I think that's going to be really important. Yeah, I'm a Carson fan. If uh... If you don't like him, we can talk some trade, Connor. Yeah, I'm we'll have to see what the the first couple <laughs> weeks look like. Yeah, yeah, I uh, I think for for our squad, um, <laughs> I was salivating at the chance to get Patrick Mahomes back on our team, and yet at the same time was really almost in a sick way hoping that someone else would take him because. I think we all know that taking a quarterback early is not a strategy advised by most fantasy experts, and so in a weird way, I was actually kind of hoping someone would take Mahomes so that it wouldn't be our problem to have and we could take another 
flex player, uh, running back, wide receiver position. But uh, he fell to us, and uh, yeah, I mean, even if he regresses a bit, the guy put up absolutely historic numbers. And frankly, you know, I was talking with Jacob Morris, uh, their pick of Lamar Jackson. I love watching Patrick Mahomes play, and just like Lamar on their team. Having Patrick Mahomes just makes me enjoy watching football more every single year. I love Mahomes, love Nuke, going to love watching football this year, regardless of what happens. Um, although I was feeling a bit shaky after about round four with our <laughs> Miles Sanders pick, which I'm actually a fan of, but I uh, was a little scared at that point as the draft wore on. Um, I think every single guy on our team was on the Google Doc that Ryan and I had. So there's nobody I just went in blind on. I felt pretty good, had read something and listened to about most of our guys. So I'm actually I'm kind of enjoying my team a bit. Yeah, that's a good take, Jake. I think uh, I think I like your team um, just off the cuff looking at it. Um, about my team, I will say that um, about round five, darkness started enveloping me. And then <laughs> uh, by the end of the draft, I wanted an entirely new team. Um, I, I hate it like almost from top to bottom. Um, I think that like, I can't really go wrong for, with the Travis Kelsey pick. Like, I think he's a pretty safe option, but I was also very close to coin flipping Todd in my team there too. And I could definitely see myself regretting that pick because I love, I love going to strong running backs. Um, Woods is fine. He'll tick. And then, and then fourth round is where the, uh, the wheels started to go off. And that was, uh, Melvin Gordon. So just started swinging for the fences uh, from there and pretty much didn't get a sure thing from there out until the end of the draft. So I am I am worried. I, I could see myself, you know, getting it all to go and uh, the uh, the swings to come off and, and maybe winning another ship. But I think the, the bigger chance is, is me missing the playoffs at this point. So hurts, but, you know, sometimes you, you have a bad year. Sometimes you have a bad draft. Um, yeah. So got that off our chest. Um, I think it's uh, probably a good idea to uh, do some uh, steaming hot takes. How do you guys feel about that? In there. Sounds good. All right. Connor, you want to start us off as the guest? Yeah. Um, I will go with two of your first five round picks will not be on your team by week eight. My team? They will not be rostered. Wow, Dang. that's big. Who are you, who are you particularly <laughs> thinking of? I'm assuming it's well, Melvin Gordon and Kenyon Yeah, Drake. I guess I'm hedging with Gordon. Like, he could not be in camp, but obviously he's still getting rostered. But, like, Gordon and... Uh, Milaj could take over for Drake. John yeah, Gordon. I mean, Drake is... Yeah. I haven't read much about him, but, like, he's hurt now. He's been unimpressive as a solo back. Yeah. Offense isn't going to be very good. Like, I think the ceiling for him is like a guy who is a part-time player and catches like four or five balls. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. I think, I think Kenyon Drake is a little bit better off than people are giving him credit for because they're going to lean on the run game. And I think that there's, there's touches there and he's been hurt, but he got out of a walking boot. And I don't, I don't know if anybody saw this, but Kalen Balage has put in two straight performances of under 2.0 yards per carry. In the I just don't think the team's going to be very good. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, if he's a starter, like, obviously he's staying on your roster, but, like, I'm not sure I really want any Dolphins, just generally speaking. It's yeah. very fair. But, I mean, if you had to pick one, I guess it's Kenyon Drake, because he offered, he's a running back, could yeah. be a starting running back, catch a couple balls, but yeah. uh, I think we could forget the name Kenyon Drake by, like, week six. Yeah. Like, I was listening to I was listening to a podcast uh, 
they said that pretty much out of the top 40 picks in the draft, so you're looking at, for us, our keepers in our first two rounds. Right. 25% of those guys will be complete busts, which is terrifying, yeah. actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, there's a name that none of us have even like heard that's going to oh, you know, be a staple of rosters, probably multiple names. 100%. Um, I'm going to go... Uh, I'm just going to go strong for it here, and I'm going to predict our champion and dead last. And that might change by the time we do our, like, everything is calmed and we're looking at it with a level head. But <laughs> You're I, all freaking out yeah, right now. I, I think, and I don't even think it's particularly close, the best team going into the season right now will be Trent and Hunter. Uh, you think about the the core of fantasy football to me is having a strong core of running backs and wide receivers. Their running back wide receiver core is Zeke and James Conner and Brandon Cooks and Tyler Lockett. I don't think I can look at anybody and they're starting two running backs and wide receivers uh, and argue that they could beat that core of players right there. Yeah, it's so true. I'm in there on uh, the Trent Hunter duo. Um, they had a couple picks late that I started to question a little bit. Um, Herndon suspended. They drafted Lamar Miller after finding out that he had gotten tackled on the knee, but before it was confirmed his ACL was torn. <laughs> so between the Andrew Luck and the Lamar Miller, it was a, a draft to remember, I think. Um, and I'm going to have to say, and apologies in advance, I, I had actually a great time uh, playing spike ball with Andrew Fry. But I am looking at this team right now, and his starting running backs are Devontae Freeman and Royce Freeman. Ugh. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that hurts me. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Richard emerges from the closet. <laughs> <laughs> He's ready. Um, for Andrew's sake, I really hope he doesn't have to repeat two years in a row with a specific trophy uh, sitting on his desk. But, yeah. Andrew, uh, man. I hope the Freemans. I hope one of the Freemans turn out for you, man. But uh, yeah, that's that's not my, my not my favorite team. I'd agree that they have one of the stronger teams. Yeah, I would. I would. I'm not a huge Tyler Lockett fan. I know he was really good last year. Right. Yeah. And um, Cook is good, but he's not like wide receiver one. Like yeah. I, personally, and this isn't me too. Like I would rather have y'all's roster because well, the thanks. wide receiver offers <laughs> the wide receivers offer yeah. more upside. Like yeah. you need to have the running backs to fill those slots. Totally. They have the most running backs, yep. but you have a good running back as well. And what three good wide receivers? Yeah, Maybe hope. four with AJ yeah. when he comes back. That's the hope. You got to fill in the RB two slot, but I think you all did a really good job with yours. Mm-hmm. As well. yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, yeah, and I think I mean I think Trent and Hunter, you know. My reaction there too is that it's a it's a good roster, um, but they are just they have nobody at tight end. Yeah. Like they are going to be like begging for seven points at tight end yeah. week to week, which is which is their that's, only that's tight end. Everybody too. Like after you get past five, like yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like you, you, there's like there's certainly that tier of guys that's like five to ten. That's like you know like the Hunter Henrys of the world and stuff like that. That like Wait, you know are going to get like it's it's like. If I could get seven points, and if they score great, I get thirteen. <laughs> right, like, that's what I'm saying. There's like, just a bunch of those guys in that yeah. team. They have that upside yeah. though. Is that it's like that's the different thing is that like I don't think Chris Herndon has that upside in his sure. bag except sure. for I mean Jack Doyle's got week. it for sure, man. Last round pick. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, come on. I mean, we we people forget. People literally just as soon as we heard the Andrew Luck news, just like discounted yeah. the the Colts tight ends when Jacoby Brissett was playing over where Andrew Luck because he was hurt. The tight ends were still relevant. Yeah. Both of them. So. 
Devin Funches, correct me if I'm mistaken, didn't get drafted. Neither did Paris Campbell. Both yeah, would have been Paris Campbell was somebody I had highlighted. I wasn't a big fan of Funches, but the fact that both of them went undrafted completely. Yeah. I mean, Jacoby Brissett is probably, in my mind, not even a the, of the five worst quarterbacks in the league. I think no, he's actually. No. I, I think he's like not good, but he's yeah. not going to drive your team into the ground by any no. means. Yeah. He's not Josh Rosen. Yeah. Um, shouts out to the Dolphins offense. Um, <laughs> Okay, so my my steaming hot takes. I'm gonna I'm gonna do two two. I'm gonna do a good hot take. And I'm gonna do a bad hot take. I'm gonna shout Steph out here and say that Damian Williams finishes in the top eight running backs for the season. Yeah. I think that you look at Andy Reid's history. He's almost always gone with one guy. I think even if Damian Williams only averages 15 touches, which is just just like I feel like that's almost his floor. Yeah, that's what he was doing at the end of the season last year. Yeah, and was shredding defenses. For tons of yards. Now you gotta imagine that the Chiefs come back to earth a little bit, but I see guys above him while like, you know, I mean I don't think that any of those running backs are bad. I think that Damian Williams was a steal where he was ranked in most drafts. Yeah. And I like was honestly like very impressed with that pick that Steph made. Yeah, I would say credit to him of like breaking especially in those first couple rounds, people like are really like, Well, it's too early, he's gonna yeah. be there. Like, go get your guy. Yep. And he was somebody that I was looking at at the turn and obviously he didn't make it there. I think, I think the concern is that, well, it offers a ton of upside. Like, my first pick, I'm very hesitant. Like, I want as close to a sure thing as possible. And I think the upside is is really high. Um, some have said, and I don't have a good opinion on this, that he's just not a great football player. And he's a product <laughs> of the, the system. Yeah. And maybe that plays out. But um, it's opportunity at the end of the day. Yeah, and right. He's got it. Yeah. And I, I think running backs are more a product of the system yes. than they are talents. Yeah. And speaking of that, shout out to Steph. I think you're sitting on Devontae Adams, uh, probably wide receiver one, wide receiver two, depending on who you read or what right. you listen to. He went out and got Damian Williams, Marlon Mack, and Austin Eckler. There's some debate about Justin Jackson or Eckler who might really benefit most from a Gordon holdout. But that could be Eckler. a yeah. I, I think that could be a great. I mean, those three running backs, and you've already got wide receiver one or wide receiver two. It's a dang good team, man. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Um, and then here's my my bad side of the hot take, and I'm I'm picking out my co-host here. I think Miles Sanders will end the year borderline droppable. I think if you look at Doug Peterson's history with running backs, he had Demarco Murray, who was arguably at the time one of the best running backs in NFL football, and he. Like, didn't use him so much that DeMarco Murray retired after two years because he was running him out of the gun so much and yeah. not really, like, playing to his skill set. My, my, what was tough there is we desperately wanted Sonny Michelle. Um, and this was the thing that happened between Jake and I and Ryan as we continually kept taking each other's players. But after that, it was like, looking at Kenyon Drake, Tevin Coleman, Derrick Henry... There's not a lot there, so a piece of it was like stab at a guy who's a rookie, but I think it was six straight years that the Eagles have had a different uh, running back become number one in fantasy, so the odds that he actually sticks are pretty low. So yeah. My least favorite pick of our team for sure. Yeah, and it's fair. I mean, like, you know, I like he'll like still, I, I just think he slots into that Jay Ajayi role that they were trying to make him have. Um, no, not, was that Ajayi last year? I think he's a little more shaker bake. Ajayi yeah. was there, but it was blunt before that. Yeah. Right, but they still have. I mean, they. Still I think have that's going to be Jordan Howard. 
Yeah. Right, but they have Howard, they have Sproles, they still have Corey Clement, and he's not just going to like disappear. They have five or four running backs that are viably going to get touches in that offense. Right. Yeah. So I, I, I don't buy it. Um, but hey, it's a hot take for a reason, so yeah. it, could, it could turn out. One more hot take I'm going to toss in there. Riley's team, talk about boomer busts. Uh, Odell, Dalvin Cook, Fournette, O.J. Howard, and Derrick Henry with his first five picks. You can make a case. <laughs> yeah, you can make a case for every single one of those guys being a stud this year. I've heard people say Derrick Henry, a thousand plus yards, could lead the NFL in rushing. All these guys yeah, have a pound very the table high and ceiling. Say no, on yeah, I I feel the same way. So Riley, I think you know. And when I look at it, you look at guys like uh, Riley, like Steph, like Andrew, Ryan, and I. You haven't won a championship. At some point, you have to just go for the boomer bus guys and try to win the dang thing. Right. I mean, yeah, it's easier for you two sitting over here with multiple belts in the Paws <laughs> family. So yeah. don't give me that. No, look. I like that strategy. I think in general, like we're too like safe in the draft. Yeah. Like the amount of rosters turnover is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's one during the uh, regular season. It's one getting lucky and staying healthy. It's one with like one big trade. The draft, like we just. So psycho overanalyze it because we're so football starved. Absolutely. Yeah. So we, we may have already touched on this a little bit, but the next thing that we wanted to move to um, is favorite pick in the draft and then least favorite pick in the draft. Um, <laughs> Connor, I'm going to start with you. Yeah. I love Nick Chubb, where you all got him. Um, he was one guy like I circled and was like, well, maybe he gets there. No, like that was dashed. Like I was like, surely Gurley's going like in the top four. Yeah. And like Mason said, like think chaos just ensued. Yeah. Like you liked your guy. It'd be a little, I mean, and I think you are like worried about cream hunt and how yeah. that shakes out. But like, I think he's top eight, maybe yeah. better. Uh, at the beginning, like much like I said with Steph, like you knew who you wanted, like you went out and get him, got him, and you didn't like worry about, you know, well maybe he'll get here next time because this number is next to him and Matthew Barry wrote this. <laughs> so yeah, man, I actually we hadn't decided until I mean maybe sixty seconds before we made the pick who we were going to between Chubb and James Connor, and so to discuss it between Ryan and I, we were talking about. Uh, in the Paws family, there's Connor and there's also Chubbs. Mm-hmm. So depending, every, about every hour, we would look at each other and you'd say dog or human <laughs> to kind of update each other on where we were at for the pick. Mm-hmm. And we were going back and forth to the final minute, uh, but I'm, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty pleased with Chubb. Okay. Uh, you got a least favorite pick, Connor? Yeah, I mean, looking through it, uh, I mean, it's hard to find something glaring like in the first couple of rounds, but somebody, at least that my opinion is pretty low of, is Calvin Ridley. I think, um, and and we'll acknowledge with the caveat that players can get better, players' roles can change. I mean, he was, you know, akin to Eric Ebron, like in the uh, how many points he scored based on his opportunity last year. I think that popped off. He's a big name from the SEC. Fourth round, I don't think, like, the talent's there. I mean, most knew, at least as of last year, was running more routes than yeah. Calvin Ridley. Um, but... You know, they're going to throw the ball a ton over there. That's just one that I wouldn't be comfortable with him in, what yeah. was it, third or fourth? Yeah. Um, I think he's going to be more of a boomer bust, and those prove really hard to, you know, know how to play. Yep. Jake? Uh, I'm going to say split between uh, Philip Lindsay at, uh, I think it's about 59th off the board for Jacob and Zach. 
this guy was a top 12 running back last mm-hmm. year. This is your favorite? Your favorite pick? Yeah, tied yeah. for favorite pick would be mm-hmm. Philip Lindsay and Geronimo Allison for Jake Davis. Um, I think MVS for you could also be a really solid pick. If Rodgers stays healthy, uh, Allison was somebody I was really big on, so it was kind of kind of tick that he went uh, literally the pick before we were playing on taking him. Um, and uh, <laughs> I don't don't want to pick on uh, Jackson, especially after the Andrew Luck news. Oh, but um, yeah, not a fan of Kenny Galladay. Oh, I thought you were gonna say Andrew Luck. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, that one's a little obvious. Uh, <laughs> not a fan of killing Kenny Galladay. Not my favorite pick. Um, all in all, though, I think Jackson uh, has got a, a pretty solid team. David Montgomery in the, in the second round is um, maybe a bit of a reach, but he could end up being... There's two and a half rookie running backs um, in the top 12 at the end of every season. David Montgomery's definitely got a chance. I don't to know anything there. about him. Like That's on me for not doing the research. Saw some good Twitter I've videos. I've seen the name, <laughs> but like, that's all I have. Yeah, yeah. So that one's boomer bust, but yeah, not a big fan of the uh, Kenny Galladay pick. Um, yeah, I, I think, um, I've already talked a little bit about some picks that I liked. Um, but I, I think that a pick that I hate, um, and, and this is with, with a cut, like a, like a, an add on to is honestly my Melvin Gordon pick. I just, I can't, I can't get over it that I actually did it. I told myself I wouldn't do it. And then I did it, swung for the fences and I was like, surely I'll get you know, Eckler or Jackson don't really know who's going to stand like to benefit the most, but at least one of them. And I ended up with neither. And it's just, I just, I'm just exposing myself to my third round pick essentially being, uh, being just gone. You just saw the upside. Like you're standing at the roulette table and like you've won five in a row, like on black and you're like, I'll never lose again. Like you won a championship. You're like everything I Touch turns to gold. Like, he's coming back. Yeah, yeah. I definitely uh, got a little little power drunk there. Um, and then favorite pick is honestly, I, I mean, I've had this conversation with Alex too. Um, is Todd? Yeah. I I just don't buy the Todd has arthritis in his knee, and so he's going to be less good. It's like we talked about the conversation that everyone references when people talk about Todd having arthritis in his knee was a throwaway comment made by their trainer in like the middle of a larger conversation about like Todd Gurley's health. Also, if you know things about like just repeated injury of anything is like you are going to have arthritis of like a joint if you injure it multiple times. So there's there's dozens of NFL team players out there that have arthritis in the joint. And I think that like, I don't know if we'll have last year level Todd, but I think that like he's going to be like, at least for me, five, five to eight back and Alex got him where he did. That's like incredible value for me. And so I think, well, I think it's two things with him. It's how he finished off the year last year. Yeah. And you don't know, like, is that the Todd Gurley you're getting? Because if that's the case, and I don't think that's the case, right. like, that's an awful pick. Um, but to what extent is his workload managed or reduced is is the hard part. I think it's a steal. I think it kind of, he slid, I mean, it's amazing that he slid that far. It kind of goes to, like, people wanting as close to a sure thing as yep. you can in the first round. But I think he got a lot of value there. And if you're getting 80% of what Todd was last year. Oh, absolutely. And he paired it with Tony Pollard, Justin Jackson, and Malcolm Brown, like late in the draft, back-to-back-to-back picks. Mm -hmm. The odds that one of those guys, Malcolm Brown, I think, I I can't remember who took, uh, 
Daryl Henderson Darryl was Henderson. John in the sixth, yeah. which might be a shout for not a very good pick for me. Too. Yeah, we'll I would ahead. agree with that. I think Malcolm Brown is honestly more likely. I think Henderson's going to slot into uh, Naheem Hines, Tariq Cohen. They're going to pass on the ball a little bit. He might bulldoze every once in a while, but I don't think he's going to step in. Um, Malcolm Brown... Uh, Hasn't played, I don't think, at all this preseason, and McVeigh has been known for not playing his starters or guys that he really favors at all in the preseason. So I think that could be a great pick. Justin Jackson, Tony Pollard are the exact same thing with the holdouts for Gordon and Zeke. If any one of those three guys turns out to be anything, even if Gurley is a bust, he slots one of those three guys in. I thought that was a great strategy pairing with Todd Gurley. So. He's just trying to reverse Reapers. What he's, you know, he yeah. had everybody <laughs> get hurt last year. He's just True. collecting backups. True. Yeah. His island of uh, misfit toys. Yeah, he's he's just due to yeah. have other people get injured other than his team. So he's playing into that. One more hot take for a bad pick. Uh, and I may sound like an idiot at the end of the season, but I think Josh Jacobs, the first round pick for Chase, yikes. Uh, oh, I was it. Like, I had my finger over the button, like, draft, draft, draft. Like, <laughs> like what? Uh, I mean, he may suck. Like, the Raiders might suck. There's risk in having a rookie running back, but it's like, who else? Doug, are you scared of Doug Martin? Like, that's, yeah. I guess, the case for him. I was ready to buy. I don't know if he's going to be good or not, but I think knowing what we know now, it's a good pick. In my I'm opinion. tossing out that that's going to be a bad yeah. pick by the end of the year. Could be. Well, one of yeah. us is going to be very wrong. <laughs> I was yeah. on the fence. I, I knew I wouldn't end up with him. I, I think that, I mean, I think it's his bell cow job, but my thing is like, are the Raiders actually going to be good is the thing no. that I have no idea. It's like Derek Carr has shown himself to be a 13-3 and quarterback. Derek Carr has shown himself to cry on the field when he gets hurt. So, like, I mean. But they don't have to be good. Like, the Giants aren't going to be good. It's just, if you're going to catch balls and get 18 to 20 carries, like, that's a top 10 running back. Yeah, that's fair. So, I, I would say another pick that I like is uh, Steph getting Austin Eckler. Like, yes. just spitting in your face of, like, no, this is worth a fourth-round pick. Uh, he's not near the player that Melvin Gordon is, but he has some standalone value, so you're kind of hedging either way, which is nice. I thought there was good value there. Yeah, that's a good pick. Agreed. All right, um, so we got some hot takes in. We got some favorite picks, some least favorite picks. Um, I think uh, now is the time to to turn to a couple predictions about teams. Um, why don't we do this? Why don't Why don't each of you give me the team that you think is going to come in last? the team that is going to be a contender and then your early pick right now for a champion just off the cuff because we're, we're flying high right now. We're crazy. So let's just do it. Uh, so what was the first one coming last? Coming last. Yeah. I think your, your least favorite team here. Uh, I'm having to process all the teams like I, yeah. at one I spoiled. point in time. Um, I'm going to go with Jackson. Weak keeper. I don't think a particularly strong draft. I think a lot hinges on David Montgomery, which we don't know much about. Um, I don't know. I see medium upside, a lot of downside. So that's what I'll take a stab at. I think we've reiterated uh, contender, right? Yeah. Give us give us a strong contender, like somebody that like might be an honorable mention, and then I think like your early pick for a champion. I think Jake Davis positioned himself well. Yeah. Like I don't love him. Like we've already been over that we like Trent Hunter's team. We like Ryan and Jake's team. Um, 
I'm going to go with Ryan and Jake's team for my champion. That's my favorite. Uh, Jake, solid owner. Uh, I think he had a really good draft. Yeah, he, he always manages to. Like, he comes in there and sneaks in with, like, like every every time it comes around to him. Like, I cannot just always expect him to pick something that he can walk away and say, like, I like that pick. Like, he never, I don't think, like, really, like, tries to swing for the fences and knock it out of the park with a guy. He never, like, just, like, totally blows it. And I think, like, every year his team is good for it and because of it. Yeah, I can only pick two picks that, like, I would honestly say, like, I don't like and I don't think they're disgusting either. Like, Jarek McKinnon, I, I don't know specifically what's going on. Like, I love it if he could stay healthy. It just mm-hmm. doesn't seem like it's going to happen for the guy. Yeah. Um, but I guess in the 12th round, like, half of us are dry. Like, people are picking defenses and kickers at that point anyway, so no problem with that. And then Mike Williams, like, only caught, he, like, he caught less than 50 balls last year. He's got to take a big step forward. But other than that, like, it's it's super solid. Yeah. Connor, first of all, I, I need you to write a recommendation for me on LinkedIn, man, because I don't know anybody who believes in me more than, more than you do right <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah, well, <laughs> talk to me after you all, like, have blown off, like, four losses in a row. Yeah. And, and Jackson's, uh, yeah. you know, three and one. Yeah. Like, what do I know, man? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I kind of spoiled mine with my hot takes about uh, about Andrew and about Trent slash Hunter. Hey, you, you came out guns blazing. I was ready. Um, but uh, I'm going to say that my other contender team is John Thompson. Um, Kamara is money. Uh, I'm actually not huge on the Kirion Johnson pick, but I think he's pretty solid RB2. Uh, for John, and then Diggs and Calvin Ridley's pretty good. Allen Robinson, I think, will have a, a solid season, and Deshaun Watson could easily be QB2. I hope he's QB2, because I hope he's slinging it to DeAndre Hopkins. So I'll put John in as a, a solid playoff team, which is always, that's that's John. He's always a, a contender. So, yeah, I'll put him in there. That's nice. Yeah, it's hard to, to, to digest all this. This is this is crazy. But this is time for hot takes. Don't digest anything. Yeah, we we're vomiting out. You're Mason. right. You're right. You're right. Who's winning the championship? Yeah, I, I mean, I think my pick is is honestly. Oh gosh, I think I'm gonna go with Jake Davis. Honestly, I really like his team. I don't buy the Le'Veon Bell hate as much as a lot of people do. I think he'll be fine. Love Kittle. I think the Patriots never, ever draft running backs in the first round of the NFL draft, and they drafted Sony Michelle there. So they're going to use him. Yeah. Don't love Rashad Penny. I think Mike Williams will be a fine like uh, flex pick. And then I think, just like me, I think he you know took a lottery ticket to see who's going to be the number two receiver in Green Bay, either NVS or Geronimo Allison. So, yeah, I, I think there's a lot of – there's like a very solid core there with some upside, and I, and I like that a lot. Um I'm gonna go who for last. I think there's uh there's some there's some rough teams around here. Man, I I hate to do it, but I, I think I'm gonna go with Jacob and Zach for last. I think like it's hard to say that with Saquon, but I think outside of that, there's not a lot for me to get really excited about in this team. I think Thielen's fine, but Cousins showed that he really struggled. Thielen fell off a cliff at the end of last year. Like, barely put up, like, 12 points in a lot of games. Yeah. And then T.Y., they're, they're already hurt there with the Andrew Luck news. Um, I think I think any offense led by Joe Flacco is a tragedy. <laughs> and so Philip Lindsay, I don't think, is going to reach levels that he did last year. Um, and then outside of that, I mean, there's still value to be had in round five and six. Love the guy. think Lamar Jackson's a special talent, but I think that you're kind of, like, 
keeping yourself from getting like decent shots at good starting players that aren't quarterbacks if you take Lamar Jackson there. So that's I'd agree with that, but I, I mean, I think we would all agree in saying this. Like, I appreciate that he took him there. Like, it's yeah. about having fun. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I honestly thought he was. And I kind of like I kind of root round. for it because it's like, yeah, he's just like I really love this player. Yeah, you know. Colin Kaepernick went in the first round one year, and that team made the playoffs. So, like, we don't know that much. Yeah. Speaking of uh, the one and only Hayden Paws, Hayden, uh, Hayden's in the room. Hayden, you want to come over here and give us your uh, your favorite pick for Madison Ladder? I don't think we've talked about Madison's team yet. Before you do that, tell us like what I think everybody, or at least some of the people, yeah. like how how did he? How do you know who to pick from him? From Maddie? Yeah. Oh, uh, so. A couple weeks ago, uh, Madison texted me in all caps and said, Urgent, call me now. We need to talk. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, something's gone wrong. What's going on? So I call him. He said, got a wedding on uh, the day of the draft. I need you to draft for me. I, I was love like, Madison. I was like, you're right. This is an emergency. Thank you. Um, and obviously considering the past... In, in the league, I was a little bit nervous, you know, this is a big moment for me, need, need a little redemption, but uh, Maddie came through, and uh, what, about a week and a half ago, I have uh, just this big old long email in my inbox with about five to six options to pick in each one of his spots, so uh, really took the pressure off of me there, and... Um, yeah, he did a lot. I think that's like way more preparation than I did. But he could like predict the people. Hundred ten percent. I had people that were going in the sixth round that I like wasn't even sure what team they were on, and that's that's a tragedy. No, but. he did. He did a lot of good work, and even late into the draft, uh, a lot of his first options were you know still on the board. So yeah, made life pretty pretty easy for me tonight. I like the Cooper Cup pick. You got a favorite favorite pick for Madison's team? Oh, uh, yeah, definitely Cooper Cup's up there. I mean... It's it's interesting. I feel like Maddie's a big no-QB guy or, like, wait on QBs. Maybe maybe I'm wrong, but the Rodgers pick is kind of wild. Yeah. So that was an interesting spot in the draft, actually. Um, hey, notable. <laughs> I did Well, it was it was a little confusing. He had it written down. Uh, let's see, the, the round before that, I went uh, with Jarvis Landry, and he has... In the next round, he says, if you draft Jarvis Landry here, take Baker. But in the round under that, he said, if you don't draft Jarvis Landry there, you know, take Aaron Rodgers, then Baker, and, like, gave me a list in order of who he wanted. And by the time uh, the Baker pick, or that pick rolled around, Rodgers was still on the board. So, obviously... I mean, he had him ranked higher, so yeah, yeah, yeah. called the audible there and went with Rodgers. Good job by you. We'll see if we'll see if uh, Matty hates you by the end of the season or not. I've been texting with him a little bit, but he he seemed very happy. I think it's a solid team. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't blow the doors off for me, but I think I think it's very solid, and I think he'll have a good year like he normally does. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think Matty's ever had really a bad year. Mm, was it two years ago? Or was it last year? He, yeah, he got real beat up. Yeah, he he was like was it the David to Johnson last, year? Uh-huh. But he scored. A, he he just got absolutely a brutal schedule. Yeah. If I remember correctly, mm-hmm. so. I think he had one kind of seller. Yeah, year. yeah, yeah. That's good stuff. Um, yeah, that's that's kind of all the material we had for tonight. Um, I, got, I got a question for yeah, you guys. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. 
tell Jake, you pick where I'm going to finish out of 14 <laughs> for the year, okay. and where Mason's going to finish. Oh, man. And then we'll have Mason do it for you two. And I very good, very good. Okay. Regular season, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to say that Connor finishes fourth. Uh, Connor's consistently in the top echelon of teams every single year. Makes good moves. I like Tyler Boyd. Um, I will say that the reason why I wouldn't have you as one of the top three teams for me right now is wasn't a huge fan of Darius Geis or Chris Thompson. Um, but I think you've got some real potential there with James Washington as a late round pick. So I'll say fourth or fifth. Uh, sneak into the playoffs. And Mason, whoo, sheesh. <laughs> I mean, to me, it's got to be of variability. your name's on the trophy for a third time, or you're looking at something like 10, 11, 12 yeah, in my mind. Yeah, very so, fair. Very fair. I mean, you've got arguably the best player in fantasy football, McCaffrey, in the top three, right? Kelsey's going to dominate his position. Woods is consistent. From there, it is nothing but question marks in my mind, <laughs> starting with Gordon. I mean, or both Gordons. I mean, Josh Gordon, Melvin Gordon, neither of those guys could play football this season. Yeah. Like, like, after the third up. round, like the surest thing he has is like Dak Prescott. And that says a lot. Yeah, yeah. Sammy Watkins looks like a pretty reliable pick for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, you're either getting your name on the trophy for a third time before anybody gets it twice, or I think you're uh, looking 10 to 12 range. Yeah. I'll say nine, but like with you're, you're like you're like a wide receiver four with upside. Like, yeah, that's fair. Could pop off, but... <laughs> I, I have nothing to say in response to that, except for I totally deserve it. <laughs> this was this was darkness. I think I think I had a very good plan that I was trying to execute, and then I picked Gordon and everything went to hell. So. <laughs> um, let's see my picks. Um, I think Rye Jake have a have a very good team. They're they're definitely high up there for me. Um, I'll give them I'll give them three right now. Um, not all the way up there because like i said i hate the miles sanders pick and aj green is just a total question mark <laughs> who, who who knows matt breda as well as like you know he could be the 49ers starting running back and i'll be a pretty good offense or the 49ers could a suck or there's three other like or two other good talented running backs on that roster so yeah. could could lose value there um but overall i really really love the first four picks um and then Connor, gonna hate this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pick you down at eleven. Um, Ooh, which is meatball takes. Yeah, yeah, which is which is very <laughs> abnormal for you, but but man, I think that there's just like uh, it's it's not like you to take somebody like uh, like a Darius guys where I feel like there's question marks there and a Jordan Howard who's kind of a plotter. Um, I think Amari Cooper has his, you know, 40 point games in him, but he's also got his like 12. Yeah, Am Amari, like I told you, I got my first two picks went off the board and then I was like, I don't want to pick now. Like <laughs> trade back, trade back, trade back. And that makes me really nervous. Yeah. Um, and I think Chris Carson certainly has like upside and good, but I mean, even when he was getting the lion's share last year. Wasn't really catching passes, and no. I don't think the Seahawks, you know, have exactly like a high flying offense. So you can't imagine he scores more than man, seven, eight touchdowns. Yep. So that's I don't know. Yeah, I think that's that's. Uh, I'll be honest. I don't understand, and I got a lot of. I don't understand the criticism of guys. I realize it's not without risk, uh, but like he was going as like a third round pick last year towards ACL in the preseason. Like I've. I would assume we all think, at least before then, he was the most talented running back. Yeah. 
I, I haven't heard anything about the injuries. Like maybe there's something I don't know. I, I don't understand the hate, but like more people in the room like said negative things about it. So maybe it's something that I don't know. To me, I'm more just not a fan of the Redskins offense. Sure. And like like we talked about, AP Chris Thompson. There's a lot of guys jostling for opportunity and on a team. That's not a high school good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think you always have to be worried about guys that aren't named Adrian Peterson coming back from ACL injuries. It's like, you know, I mean like yeah. the it normally turns out okay, but there's I mean, there's instances of people that like really derailing people's careers. Yeah. So I think mean, there's some risk, but you know, who doesn't have risk here? Sure. True that. All right, um, now I think that's all we have for tonight. Um, just wanted to get on here and get some reactions. Maybe we'll uh, make this a regular thing and bring on a new member every year. Um, before we go, we want to do one thing, and that's uh, hand out Jake Nagy's uh, Blue Ribbon Award. That's right. The Blue Ribbon Award for this year goes to the one and only Jacob Morris for providing not only the uh, flags for flag football, which was a blast, coming out to spray paint the field, uh, which was looking real nice. But he also provided the uh, smelling salts, which mm. blasted <laughs> me, blasted me, and I honestly you, gave I, me the courage to take Nick Chubb. So thank you, uh, Jacob Morris. You received the second Blue Ribbon Award of the season. Very good. I might actually have to go like look through the track. Like I'm exhausted just from like the whole day. I might need one to make it home. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that was wild. Yeah. I, that is not what I thought I was going to smell like. It yeah. honestly smelled like a cat peed in my nose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, kudos to you, Jacob. <laughs> Very much so. All right, that's it for today. Um, we'll be back in about a week and a half time um, and, uh, and time for the start of the season. So uh, thanks again. See you guys soon. Party like a Saturday.